Hey everybody, I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vinny Savitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, which is the largest business association in the country. For more info on us, visit njbia.org. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance. They provide home, auto, and workers' comp insurance, and they're the official sponsor of the show. So check them out if you need some insurance. So just a couple housekeeping matters before we get started. You can catch our show on iTunes, Google Play, really wherever you can view a podcast. If you're not into the whole podcast thing, and or you just want to see our smiling faces every other Wednesday, you can check us out on YouTube. Either way, we'd really encourage you to subscribe. It can be rough to come in here and remember to come back every other Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so hit up njbia.org slash subscribe and you can get not notified whenever we're new. Uh, with us today is Rebecca Fitzhugh of Sobel Co. So Rebecca, say hi. Let the audience hear your voice. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for coming down to Trenton. Huh? I'm so glad to make the drive down yes. here today. Was it a long drive? <laughs> it was a bit of a long drive. Oh. Yeah, where are you from? Uh, we uh, drove from Livingston today. Ooh. So it's a little over an hour. Yeah. But uh, Sally and I had some great conversation on the way. Shout out to Sally Glick, who is <laughs> in the Sally room. Glick. Everybody <laughs> knows Sally. We have an audience today. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's awesome. Okay. So today's icebreaker is bacon or sausage? Bacon. Mm, why? It's got that great texture and mm -hmm. some crunch mm -hmm. and all that salty goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bacon okay. every time. Bacon every time. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay. I have to say, me too, but only at breakfast. So, really? Yeah. Oh, I can eat bacon anytime. I mean, yes, yeah. obviously yeah. I can eat bacon anytime. better with bacon. Yes. Absolutely. It's like <laughs> butter, true. you know? Butter and bacon will make anything um. better. Although, oddly, now that I'm thinking about it, butter and bacon together, probably <laughs> no, not so great. Oh, it's terrible. But separately. Separately, yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah. 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 But, like, my best friend's mom made stovetop for Thanksgiving, and she added a whole bunch of, like, Italian sausage to it. Ooh. It was, like, the best stuffing I've ever had in my life, and yeah. it came from a box. You know, wow. stove yeah. top is good. It's got that nice saltiness to it. Yeah, but the sausage mm. just made it so amazing. Yeah, yeah. that nice fatty taste mm -hmm. to it. <laughs> like we all need that. But bacon at breakfast, if it's nice and well done, like nice and crispy mm -hmm. and well done. Wow, it's right. like you're wasting the bacon. What are you talking about? I, bacon is so much better when you, you know, like, oh, you're crisping it up and then yeah. it's just like burned. It should be crisp. No, no, I'm not saying. Crisp, but, but not burned. Not burned. Okay, yeah. so not like blackened or anything. No, just okay. nice and crispy. Fine. So that when you hold it, it stays, you know, horizontal. Mm. Uh, no, we went to a bacon and beer tasting recently. That yeah. was very Really? Good. They were pairing different kinds of bacon with different kinds of beers. It was great. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I just want to take a time out. <laughs> be like, God bless the person who thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is so random. We're going to take bacon and we're going to take beer. They're two objectively awesome things, and you yeah. put them together. And you just wouldn't think to put those two. No. Because like you said, bacon's more of a breakfast thing. Beer, less so. You know, so like. Was the bacon on anything? No. It was just. It was dunk it in the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the chocolate-covered bacon. They had uh, chocolate-covered bacon. I've done that, too. That's amazing. Too, but You're giving a look like you don't believe. It shouldn't be amazing. Chocolate-covered bacon is good. But it is. Yeah, well, I get it's that like at the Amish market pretzels. all the time. It's it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So where was okay. the uh, beer and bacon? Because anybody was, who can do, come up with something that great deserves a shout-out. It was Eastern Pennsylvania. Out. Okay. They, have a, they had a big uh, fall festival, I guess, and... So Weyerbacher Brewery is out there, and they had a special tasting where they paired Weyerbacher beers with different kinds of bacon. Okay. It was awesome. Typically like speaking, amazing. we're more of a New Jersey show. We don't like to throw the shout-outs <laughs> well, to other states, right but you know what? We're going to allow it. Because beer and bacon, that's... Wow. 
I agree. So, yeah. what about you? Beer, uh, not beer or bacon. Uh, bacon or sausage? Bacon, yeah. Bacon, obviously, I'm, right? I, I can go through like phases in my life where I just hate sausage altogether, and I'm not in one of those phases now. I can totally <laughs> eat it. But all like, so- like Italian sausage, like all sausage, yeah. Not just really? breakfast sausage. Yeah. I mean, although I I really won't eat sausage any other time of the day. Bacon, whenever. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. What about like bratwurst, which is not yeah. like an Italian sausage? It's German sausage, right? Yeah. No. Right. Really? Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm weird like that. Like, huh. yeah, but bacon. <laughs> yeah, two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs up. Yeah, so I forgot about our iTunes audience for a second there. Two thumbs up. After you just told them to subscribe. Yes, exactly. Right. You should subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we're all on the same page. Bacon. Yeah, sure. Okay. Rock on. All right, okay. so Rebecca, tell us what you do at Sobel Co. I am a forensic accountant at Sobel Co. Mm. Forensic accountant. What does that mean? Right. So that means I have the more interesting job and I get to investigate fraud and uh, help attorneys with really crazy, thorny financial issues. And uh, I get to see the, you know, kind of the worst in the people and how creative they can be with uh, disguising things and covering it up. Stealing money, <laughs> hiding it. Yes, unfortunately. Can we ask, like, what would we, no, no names, obviously. Yeah, no like, names. You know, a like, scenario the... where somebody did something crazy to cover up, yeah. like, some fraud. Um, well, I, I, you know, you get people who just don't think that they're ever going to get caught. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, the, the typical, you know, scenario is somebody who's worked with a company forever and they're very well trusted and they just start writing checks to themselves or taking money. Um, but we did have one case where there was a, a credit union branch manager who was stealing money from her elderly uh, account members' accounts because, you know, they're old and they were like IRA accounts. Nobody would ever like, you know, keep track of the balance and she was taking money out. <gasps> and, then and they didn't try to, she didn't try to hide it? Well, the thing was, it was nobody actually noticed it. And then when people would come in and say, well, there was a withdrawal from my account, and it wasn't me. And she would say, oh, sorry, I made a mistake. I miskeyed the account number. It must have been somebody else. So she would take money from someone else's account and put it back. <laughs> <gasps> wow. That's nuts. So it's, people do crazy things. And it's not like she was, like, you know, buying new cars or anything. She was just going to the home shopping network. Oh, my <laughs> buying gosh. Buying things, I think. <laughs> What's the most amount of money that you've ever caught somebody? Oh, in the millions of dollars. <gasps> wow, you don't notice that missing from the uh, the ledger, I guess. Well, you know what? If it's over a number of years, um, it adds you up. know, it really does. And people, especially small businesses, people don't really, um, you know, you, you don't have enough people to do different job duties. So one person might be, you know, receiving the mail and opening up the checks and taking it to the bank and writing checks to people. and dealing with cash so uh you know and then the owner of the business they trust them so much they they don't and they don't have enough time to be looking over their shoulder so it happens and they don't notice and they think maybe that you know the business just isn't doing well and they don't know why and then they find out somehow that uh people have been stealing from them, or a person's been stealing from them and it's it's really unfortunate but it happens that's something that, oh. go ahead no no, no you I, okay so i feel like that's something that happens at like the big company level like oh, when no. you've got like five people in an it office does. it'd be hard to get away with that so it's surprising to me that it would be a well, smaller do you know what i mean like well it depends i mean it happens at big companies and and frequently because people collude and they work together Oh, um, of to do something and you know multiple people benefit 
But at small companies, it's really just because, you know, you have one person dealing with all the money. Yeah. And, you know, that, like I said, the owner just doesn't have the time. Right. And, the, you know, they want to focus on doing whatever the business is that they've done, that they do medical practices, you know, and, and professional practices, especially attorneys too, you know, they want to practice what they've gone to school and they've learned and paid lots of money to become experts in. They don't want to deal with the accounting the bookkeeping. and the bookkeeping. Um, so that's why they hire somebody else, but then they, they just lose too much control. But I encourage everybody not to trust anybody. <laughs> yeah. Not, trust isn't an internal control, as I like to say. But um, yeah, the internal the internal controls is a big thing. I remember I used to work for a really small organization, and we had a staff of you know four or five, mm-hmm. and we had very strict internal controls. One person opened the mail, and all of mm-hmm. it went to me. And then I looked at the checks, and then I handed them off to somebody else. And exactly. then like you, there has to be like everybody involved, even if it's not part of your job description. Right. But, uh, you know, it never occurred to me, but I guess it should have, that I could have been <laughs> colluding with somebody in that chain. Yeah, it could have. Right. And, and people just are ingenious in finding ways to get around whatever controls are there. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. That, that, that spurs so much creativity. Anytime you try to make security tighter or controls, I mean, uh-huh. just like, you know, look in, in, in general in the world with technology. Every time somebody comes up with a new way to secure a system, somebody else is going to figure it out how to get around it. And I think it's partly, it's just the challenge of it. People people want, you know, it's fun <laughs> to get around the, yeah, the good guys sometimes. So This is fictional, but I think my favorite, you ever see a Superman 3 or Office Space? Yeah. Yeah, yes. so like, <laughs> yes. how they wrote some code right. in the bank's computer that every time a transaction went in that was like a fraction of a penny, like if we're converting yeah, the from one tenth of a penny. The one tenth of the that, penny. That is called, it's a salami trend. It's a salami scheme. Wait, that happens That's in real life? That's a thing? It is. So for those of you yes. who haven't seen the rest of the movie or the movies, like they took those fractions of a penny and they just put them in another account, assuming like it's a fraction it of a penny. It would take a million yeah. years for it to be any amount of money that would right. be missing and anybody exactly. would notice. But and, like in both cases, they like instituted this on a Friday. Friday, they come back on Monday and there's and like there's 300 grand yes. in the account. <laughs> yeah, they all yes. start panicking. That is actually a thing with a name. They call it the salami, salami scam. scam or something like that. Wow. And yeah, That's if you, amazing. if you, okay, so I'm a certified fraud examiner, yeah. which is, you know, the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners. And so they have this whole training manual and everything. And that's one of the things that's in the manual. And, and that's just the slicing off a tiny little fraction that nobody's ever going to notice. But if you do it often enough and across a wide enough population, you're going to come up with something. Wow. Pretty soon the salami's gone. Well, <laughs> or no, somebody else has all the salami. Somebody else has all the salami. Because, yeah, like, you slice salami really thin. Yeah. So. It amazes yeah. me that even after that movie came out, people were like, that's a good idea. I should do it. Like, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. in, like, in both movies, they very quickly realized, like, why that's, like, not something you should do. Idea. That you will get caught, like, immediately. Yes. And people in real life were like, no, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try it anyway. <laughs> Especially like with, you know, like like you said, like it has a name, you know, it's more attention is brought to it by the fact that we all know office space. Wow. That's that's amazing. But then, you know, you look at people like Bernie Madoff who, (gasps) yeah, that that wasn't pennies that he was dealing with. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's big sums of money. And he was making things so complicated that, you know, people didn't understand. They thought he was just so brilliant that, you know, it was something they, they, they were too dumb to understand. But he must know what he was doing. And that's how he just scammed everybody. 
There's nobody asked him any questions. Unbelievable. That is really unbelievable. <laughs> I forgot no about Bernie Madoff. No trust anywhere. <laughs> so, okay, that's a really good point. If you have a financial guy, mm-hmm. like we all have a financial guy, right? Mm-hmm. How, how is there a check and balance that you can, like, without them knowing, <laughs> have somebody look and make sure that it's all on the up and up? Well, you, you can. Um, there are websites you can go to to make sure that somebody is a, a registered investment. Sure. You know, brokers or an advisors. I mean, you always want to make sure that somebody has the background and the, the credentials and training that, that they should. You're not always going to know whether they're ripping you off or not until too late. Um, but you, you just have to ask a lot of questions. Make sure you get recommendations and make sure, you know, don't just go to the fly-by-night guys who, mm. you know, suddenly turn up someplace. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just like any professional or a doctor or somebody, get recommendations from people you know. Um, there's no fail-safe, um, but just keep, you know, if anybody tells you, guarantees you, you're going to get a return, a certain return on anything, that's a, that's a sure red flag that it's not true. Okay. If anybody, you know, there's just no guarantees in finances. Sure. So make sure you, you know, if it doesn't, it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm. And you need to start asking questions. Always ask questions. And if the answers that you get don't sound right, you know, start talking to somebody else. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. How long have you been doing this? Um, I've been with Sobels and for about 18 years. So I've been doing the forensic work for about 14 and how long into the 14 years was it before you lost all faith in humanity and you're telling <laughs> people don't quickly. trust anyone pretty quickly? <laughs> all right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, there's unfortunately there's, you know, I I am passionate about educating people about the ways they can be taken advantage of and defrauded and um, the thing is that people just trust too much and I keep on going back to that trust thing and it makes it sound really like it's an awful world, but I mean, you can trust people to a certain extent, but then you got to start questioning things. You know, there's no reason to just put absolute faith in anybody. Mm-hmm. There's always, you know, some sort of check you can do or um, to be a little bit more smart about what you're doing and talk to other people and make sure it sounds right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How yeah. often are you catching people? You know like, what? is it? do we go like whole months where you're like, no, nobody tried to defraud anybody. It's, <laughs> it's been a positive month this month, you know? Um, not really. No. <laughs> no, but the thing is, you know, we, we are actually typically engaged after the fact, after somebody has found out or has a suspicion that somebody is stealing from them. Um, so it yeah. may be that they already know, and then we come in to quantify it and just figure out exactly what they did to do it and, you know, assess controls and, and try to give some recommendations on what people can do to make them less vulnerable mm-hmm. um, in the future. That's a good so. point. Does anybody come to you um, without a suspicion? You know, to try to be very proactive. Yeah, maybe like an yeah. audit. Or, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Um, you know, it's really hard for people. It's kind of like insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody really wants to pay for insurance because unless you actually have some sort of loss, you're never going to use it. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you're never going to use That's it. That's right. So people don't want to pay to um, sort of evaluate their systems and be proactive unless they know they're actually avoiding some sort of loss. So yeah, everybody kind of wants to play the numbers and, and just assume and bet that they're going to not be the one who gets affected by it. You know, play, you know you're, you're playing the odds. You know, how many people are really going to be defrauded or, you know, be the victim of a flood or a mm-hmm. car accident. Mm-hmm. So they try not to, you know, they figure that it's not going to happen and I'll deal with it after, mm-hmm. uh, if it does. 
but it's always more expensive and more traumatic to wait until afterwards. Oh, yeah, but sure. I mean, yeah, occasionally people will ask you, come in and do some sort of an assessment of, you know, where can we improve controls? Where are our risks? Yeah. Where, where are the vulnerabilities? And, you know, and, and sometimes we were asked to do background checks on people mm. or make sure that, you know, they are who they say they are, that they don't have any financial issues in their background that could make them more vulnerable to, um, you know, if, if the money's in front of them, they might take it. <laughs> is there a common vulnerability that you see? Like, are there, you know, like the kind of thing you see like all the time, you know, like if you were to come in proactively, mm -hmm. the first place you'd look to be like, all right, here's where there's something that <laughs> could be going wrong that I see um, all the time. It's it's typically having one person do everything. So like mm -hmm. Kate was saying, you know, where, where, where she used to work, one person would do A, one person would do B, one person would do C. Well. If you don't have that segregation of duties, um, you're giving too much power and authority to one person. And if you don't have a, an owner or a manager or somebody doing a little bit of a, a, a check on somebody, then and having some sort of oversight there, then you're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, and people sometimes think, well, I don't really want to seem like I don't trust that person, so I'm not going to go back and review their work, or I'm not going to look over their shoulder. And that's exactly when that person has the opportunity to go and steal something. Humans are funny, aren't they? <laughs> because humans are like... They're a riot. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings, but I kind of suspect that they might be stealing from me. But I'm yeah. going to, you know, I'm going to tiptoe around that. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody's stealing from you, it should be a much bigger conversation. But, right. but if they're not, and they find out that you s you're suspicious of them, well, that's just it. The working relationship is over. Yeah. But the, thing, the funny thing right? is, though, even when you find out somebody, a lot of business owners, when they find out somebody or their employee is stealing from them, well, A, they feel betrayed. Right. Because this was somebody they trusted, they, yeah. maybe they've had a friendship with, you know, a family relationship, whatever. But um, a lot of times they don't go ahead and prosecute them. They don't, right. you know, they may not report them to law enforcement. They may not go through with trying to press charges against them. Um, and that's then they don't have a record and they go off and do it someplace else. Right. Mm. Well, also, you're kind of telling all the other employees that it's okay. This person got away with it. You, right. you probably will get fired, but you probably will also get away with it. Mm -hmm. At least for a certain time. Yeah. And that might be long enough. Because really what happens is a lot of times these people who are committing frauds in um, a company setting, they're not your typical run-of-the-mill thief. They're not right. your con. They're normal uh, honest people who wouldn't be doing this except that something has happened in their lives that they need to deal with. You know, maybe they're in debt, mm -hmm. they've had some medical issues, maybe they there's a drug addiction in the family. Mm -hmm. They need to get hold of money quickly that they don't have and they see an opportunity um, in their job that they have access to cash or, you know, electronics that they can sell or something that's going to help them get through this and they think, okay, um, you know what? I'm going to do it this one time. I know they, you know, nobody's really looking, and I'm going to pay it back. Um, it's only once, and I really, I need it, you know. Right. And and you know what, I deserve it. <laughs> but then, but they, they get away with it, and right. they find out. Well, okay, that wasn't so bad. So maybe I, I want a new car. Yeah, maybe I a want. You know, <laughs> I need to send my kid to a nice college, and I'm not getting financial aid. You know, it could be anything, and and they end up continuing to do it, but it's just not, you know, so that's why you really have to be careful because, and be aware of what's going on in your employees' li lives because maybe yeah. there's some sort of pressure that has come up that you didn't know about and, you know, 
they've got too many temptations in your company. So you have to just be careful with that. As an optimistic person, I feel tempted to ask, are there ever times where like maybe an employer comes to you and is like, we think this guy's stealing from us and then they're not? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh good. I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of times where, you know, just strange things have happened and records aren't kept properly. And you know, you have somebody doing bookkeeping duties that really doesn't know how to do it. Right. And you know, there have been times. That's almost yeah. worse. It's like, he's not stealing from you. He's just bad just at his job. <laughs> That is terrible. You're right. Really, is that is an issue. It's a lot of times that it's it's more in general incompetence and not knowing how to use the software, or just you know you've you've hired happens. somebody who is pretty cheap, to you know in salary, oh, and, and they yeah. don't really have the expertise that you need, and so you've got books suddenly that aren't really good, but you can't tell if they're stealing or not. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I never thought about that. But yeah, there are only so many hours in the day and if you're the mm -hmm. owner and you can't do the bookkeeping, but you also can't afford like an, a, like a professional accountant to right. do it for you. Exactly. There's a lot of people who are certified QuickBook pros and mm -hmm. you know, I've never I, I've never gone through that certification. I don't know how good it is. Right. But I assume that some people are really good and some people may not be so good. And, and you just, just don't yeah. know. And just because you're certified at QuickBooks doesn't know you and mean you know really all that much about accounting itself. <laughs> and That's rules. a really good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> so you know how to use the software, but that doesn't you know, doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. Yeah. But <laughs> Wow. Mm. I feel like I learned a lot. I know, right? I'm feeling <laughs> really, really like, scared. Yeah, I'm feeling really somber and serious. That's why you right come now. and you listen to our podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be such a downer. No. no, it was really good information. My gosh. Okay. Do you have anything else before we take a quick break? <laughs> Does anybody ever have anything no, else? Every time really you ask that, my first thought is she's not going to have anything no. else. No. <laughs> I should stop asking. Should I have? Nothing. You did a really good job. And we were like throwing questions at you, and you did a really good job. All mm. right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to play Awful or Awesome. Cool. And we're back, and it is time to play the game called Awful or Awesome. I'm going to name three things in quick succession, and you have to decide quickly if it is awful or awesome, and then be prepared to defend your answers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready. All right, first up, YouTube ads. Awful. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Wow, we are all in agreement. <laughs> I guess it's kind of a gimme. Who loves YouTube ads, right? Nobody loves YouTube Nobody. ads. Nobody. But we, uh, we particularly hate them, or Vinny does. We were talking sure. about... Um, well, trailers, first, right? Movie oh, trailers? so trailers. Oh, that's another one. The first thing I thought of was that commercial with the zombies where they're all, you know, do you ever see that? Where they're they're going through the house and the way that somebody tries to distract them is they project a YouTube video on the wall <laughs> and like they're all trying to click the wall <laughs> to hit like skip ad because that's just so ingrained in our mind. Like, you know, I like that, though. that was the first that's thing awesome. I thought. I don't even remember what that was a commercial for, but I'll that's always remember fabulous. the commercial. Um, my thing with YouTube ads, I hate like, I watch a lot of trailers. I'm a movie fan, you know, so I want to see, like, what's coming up. I hate when I go ahead and watch a commercial, and I have to then watch another commercial before that commercial. Yeah. Like, if I am submitting to watch a trailer, a commercial, mm -hmm. then that should be your commercial, and right. I shouldn't have to watch something else. It's true. I, that's just what I hate about the whole thing. It's true. On the other hand, I do know that it's what keeps the internet rolling. And so, I know. YouTube is yeah. free because of ads. Yeah. But I really hate them. That and the yeah. tremendous amount of money that Google makes. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Are we really feeling... I forgot for I don't for feel a bad second. for Google at all. Okay. Yeah. And they're not one of our members, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right. Um, LOL or texting grammar? 
hate, hate, hate. Terrible, <laughs> awesome, terrible, Really? Awful. Wow. Oh, okay, why? I, I love words, mm. <laughs> and I love a carefully well-crafted sentence. So, Me and too. I think words are very important in how you communicate and the meaning mm -hmm. of what you're communicating. So, when you compress that into LOL. text speak, mm. yeah, I'm like half the time I, I have to ask my daughter, "What's what is this? What does this mean?" Or I look mm. it up on Google because I just don't understand it. Didn't you send a LOL to a colleague? Oh woman? God, yeah. <laughs> you gonna tell the story? So when I I want to say it was like one of the first couple months I was here, maybe like within the first year I was here. Um, shout out to my old boss, Chris Biddle. He sent me a joke through email, and I replied back. LOL, because it was funny. And he interpreted that to mean lots of love. So he replied back, I love you too. And I had no idea what to do with that. Like I was just floored. Like I, I was Brand just new. like, I don't I don't know what to write. Like, do I write like no? <laughs> do I write that back? Do I uh I I spent like the whole weekend thinking about like what I was gonna say back oh, in this thing because I was like if I embarrass him and I'm like that's not really what I meant like does that thing come back on me like oh I'm embarrassed every time I see him and then you know I wouldn't be working here anymore but so, you know, I just pulled him aside I was like just so you know because it's probably gonna come up a lot in your life from here on out lol means laughing out loud that's and that's awesome. the thing. I mean, it's hard enough to communicate by mm -hmm. electronic means because nobody really knows the tone. Yeah. When you start doing it in letters and acronyms, suddenly it's like, what exactly do you mean sometimes exactly like that? Yeah. <laughs> in fact, LOL has become the way that people communicate the tone. Like, you can yeah. send back a really short text but you don't want the person to think that you're upset, so you're just like, LOL. Right. You know? Yeah, it's the new uh, no offense. <laughs> right. Or, you know what, what is, what's that? In all due respect. All due respect. Yeah, like, your shoes are ugly, LOL. LOL. I hate that. I hate that so much. In fact, like, sometimes when I'm in a room with somebody and we're texting each other, you know, because you don't want to be heard or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and they reply, LOL, and I didn't see their face laugh, I'm right. like, you didn't laugh at You didn't loud. even smile. Yeah, yeah. What's going exactly. on over there? Or, like, I'll write something that's not that funny, not looking to get, like, a big laugh and people will be like, LMAO, and I'm like, no, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> right, so where's the truth in that? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> exactly. So are you a reader as well? I uh, do like to read, although yeah. I find that um, digital media has uh, shortened my attention span, so yes. I mostly listen to Audible. Me now. too! <laughs> Actually, the three of us do. Yeah, yeah. we're big fans of Audible. Yeah. yeah, we're going through our book club book now. Yes. Oh, Unsheltered, book book. By Unsheltered by Barbara, uh, Barbara Kingsolver. Yeah. <laughs> it's set in Vineland, New Jersey. Oh, it's really shout cool. out to Vineland. I know, right? <laughs> shout out to Vineland. Um, anyway, but I like words as well, and I get that from loving reading. Mm -hmm. And so I thought maybe. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. I always had books. Me that, too. You know, yeah. that we're in the middle of. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, last one The Mary Poppins Returns movie. I like how you wrote that like you didn't know what you were reading. Like, this was your idea <laughs> to put into the script, and you're like, the. What's that say? The Mary Poppins. So there's a reason. Returns? Because when I first put that on here, I wrote the Mary Poppins reboot. But then at the script meeting, because we're totally professional here and we have like production meetings. You gotta plan meetings. this stuff out. Exactly. A bit. We realized that the name of the movie is actually Mary Poppins Returns. So I crossed out reboot. I wrote in returns, but I left the the. Words <laughs> matter. Did you think that the movie was called the Mary Poppins reboot? 
No. <laughs> you think we're really gonna call no. it that before you were like, oh, it's Return. No! It was our way to describe that movie. Okay, sure. The Mary Pop, like the Superman reboot or sure. the Harry Potter reboot. Hmm. See, I think the Superman thing actually was a reboot, whereas I think Mary Poppins Returns is a sequel. It's a sequel. Right. Yeah. No, you're totally right. Okay. okay. I haven't seen it. Um, I hear it's really good. It's getting some Oscar buzz. Depending on when you listen to this, the Oscars might be over. I can't remember when this is going to air. Yeah, I have no idea. But, yeah. yeah so it probably won't do well at all because I said <laughs> that. <laughs> or who knows? Maybe it's Best Picture 2019. We'll no. see. No. Musicals almost never are Best Picture. Chicago, My oh, Fair Lady, right. American in Paris. Those were all like um, way, way, I mean, Chicago, Chicago was, was recent, recent, but yeah. yeah, so you named three movies in like a century of movies. And I'm not a <laughs> musical person, so the fact that I was able to pull that out that quickly <laughs> should tell you that they do come up Fine. every so often. Let's regroup okay. the Mary Poppins reboot, sure. i.e. Mary Poppins Returns, awful or awesome. All right, well, I mean, all right, in general, I hate sequels and reboots and um, Just remakes. I, I don't mind sequels if it's from the original author. Like, okay, so George Lucas, you know, decided to write six Star Wars movies, and that's what it is. But now they hand it off to Disney, who, you know, just do whatever they want. And that's not the original author's intent. The Terminator movies also really get to me because, you know, James Cameron had this very perfectly constructed two-movie arc. And then these other people just came in with their big-budgeted fan fiction, and they... They crap all over the uh, the mythology and all that, and they break all the rules of time travel. And it's like, really? You know, like, they break the rules of time travel? They do. So, like, the first <laughs> Terminator movie establishes, <laughs> and this is going to get really in the weeds, that time is a circle. So, like, anything that would have ever happened, happened. Oh so that's why John Connor is able to send his dad back in time, who then, like, you know, has a fun night with his mom and makes John Connor <laughs> because, like, no matter what, it always happened. And, like, the Terminators send a Terminator back through time who then gets broken and leaves an arm around and then, like, the company finds the arm and they build the Terminator, you know, like, and it all goes around in a circle like that, you know. But then they, like, start to break things and they're like, oh, no, we don't care about that anymore. We're going to change it. And then now this happened. And that's what happens when you have other authors come in to continue work that they should have never been working on in the first place. Hmm. This is a children's movie, so I'm not going to really complain. I haven't seen the first Mary Poppins movie since I was like five, so I don't really? remember. Yeah, I don't remember much about it. Um, the Sound of Music, another musical, sorry, <laughs> that won the oh best God. picture. Um, but yeah, like, I'm sure it's great. Lin Manuel Miranda is involved, and you know, Apparently he's his like. Cockney accent really is bad. Is well, it? okay, I, can I just say that he's sort of the exception that proves the rule. He's not a singer. I mean, mm -hmm. he's uh, he's good at rapping. He's good at hip hop. I have nothing but respect and love for Hamilton. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. So. But I yeah, I, it I haven't either. Mm -hmm. um, but he's not a singer. I would have thought you'd have seen it by now. Like the uh, remember when we were talking about how you hadn't seen it in the yeah. NJ Pack episode? I want to yes. say it might have been the NJ Pack episode. I don't but, remember. Yeah, but I would have thought by now. No, because no. you were all about it, you know. Yeah, I still yeah. have it memorized. Wow. But mm -hmm. I don't. I can't, I mean, who's got a spare 200 bucks just lying around? I don't think there's any show, TV, movie, anything that I have memorized that I have not yet seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That is commitment to a soundtrack, I'll tell you that. Well, I'm a musical theater person, sure. so it's not unusual, uh, but um, I am not inclined to like the Mary Poppins reboot. Have you I, seen it? No. Okay. <laughs> but a part of this is also that they have all new songs. Right. By the way, the Broadway Melody, another Best Picture winner that was a <laughs> musical. Sorry, they're, they're wow. coming to me. I'm just going to spit them out as they come to me. Go ahead. You're not inclined. Go ahead. 
you want to just continue to pontificate instead? I'm thinking, as you're talking, I'm going to think about more musicals that have won the best picture, this is but like go ahead. the best, this is awesome right now. I'm yeah. loving, I'm loving life. <laughs> I'm not even a musicals guy, you know? Oh my so God. I'm sure if you really put your mind to it, you could come up with more. But. All right, I'm just going to say awful because I don't think Mary Poppins needed a reboot. I think that somebody at Disney was like, let's make a ton of cash. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I saw a movie a few years ago, I want to say it was called Saving Mr. Banks, about yes. the original author of Mary Poppins. First of all, she really hated the first movie. I can't imagine she'd Mary like Poppins this one. was that? Oh, I was thinking it was Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, that was Barry. Was, Sally, yeah. Barry. Sally's yeah. in the background yeah. shaking her head. No, she says I'm right. <laughs> I'm not good at this stuff, so. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't remember the name of the author, but I remember that she really hated it. So really? I, I can't imagine she'd be happy with this. Yeah. Unless there were multiple books. I, I don't know. There were, I think. Oh, were there? I think that I there were. But even then, right. I, I'm sure she would hate that they were going back and doing another one of them. So. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that you're right. But I don't think there were any open plot points that you really needed to go and no. have a sequel to. <laughs> totally no. agree. Totally I was agree. asking somebody who saw it if you needed to see the first one, because, I mean, there's... It's quite a few decades in between these yeah, two, so you got to assume family, that yeah. yeah, there are a bunch of people who haven't seen it, and he was like, uh, you don't need to. It's a lot better if you do." So, really, it's better yeah. if you do, but you don't Probably, need to. Probably, you know, any sequel is going to be better if you're like in, familiar with the characters going in, you know. I suppose. But I think it's yeah. very all, all the plot is very parallel, and even the songs I heard were very parallel to the original. So they're new so songs, but it mirrors the old ones. Yes. Like there's there's an equivalent to feed the birds and you know we're still yeah. feeding the birds. No, I don't remember the song. <laughs> that I feel like that defeats the point. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I haven't seen it. I'm not really. I don't have any urge to go and see no. it. No, your daughter isn't gonna want to go. I don't think she does. I I think she's kind of beyond Mary Poppins. Okay. You know. Is anybody really beyond Mary Poppins? I mean, a lot of adults are going to see this. <laughs> well, I think adults are going because they remember it from their childhood. But I think kids nowadays, unless their parents are taking them, they're probably not like, oh, my God, I have to see this movie. Well, wait, how old is your daughter? 15. Oh, okay. So there well, is... She loves All right, so just too, old enough that you're not Mary too young to be, like, in love with Mary Poppins yeah. and just young enough that you're not, you know... Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what's kind of in that area for me? Um, the Do you remember the original Batman show, like Adam West and all mm -hmm. that? Yeah. So, like, I loved that as a kid. You know, it was like, great. You know, Batman's pow, wham, zap. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I really hated it because I was like, they're, they're, like, doing all this, like, you Fake know, he's like, yeah, bow, wham, zap. And then, like, after college, I watched it again, and I just got it. I was like, wait a minute, they're trying to be funny. And I, you don't get that as a teenager. Right. Like, everything's got to be cool or uh -huh. nothing. Yeah. Uh -huh. So maybe it's like that. You know, you fall into this certain teenage age range where nothing is cool. Because, right. you know, you're a teenager. And, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. For everybody else, I'm sure, you know, this is getting a lot of good buzz. So You're right. It is getting good buzz. I probably should see it because I love musical theater, but I'm just not inclined to like it. Mm. Yeah. So I think, are we all awful? Did we all say awful on that one? I'll go with awful, but yeah. with the tempered thing that I haven't seen it, I try not to uh, come down too hard on movies I haven't seen. And, you know, right. yeah. How about ambivalent? <sighs> no, you have to choose. Neutral. <laughs> but you know what? I think that we all three of us did awful on all three of these possibilities. YouTube ads. Texting Grammar and Mary Poppins Returns. We wow. were in a negative mood when you put this together. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't mean to be, but I mm. think, yeah. All right, I think that's the game. That's the game. All right, so recent segment of ours, and I should probably stop saying that because it's like the fourth time. I'm like, this is a brand new segment. <laughs> it's not brand new <laughs> it's anymore. It's not brand new anymore. 
But you know, a little behind the scenes magic. We're recording a lot of these in a short period of time. Yeah. Like we came back from the uh, the New Year's break and we've just been hitting the ground running. Yep. I think this is our fourth episode that we're filming since coming wow. back or it's our third and the fourth one is later this afternoon no it's we our we were supposed fourth. to have five but we had somebody cancel right. on us it's our fourth so, in a three-day week yeah mm -hmm. so wow. considering that we air every it other week all of the content you see for like quarter one 2019 yeah. is just going to be recorded from these few days <laughs> yeah which is terrible because i still got this like congestion going on so i can hear Suck it, it in my head yeah <laughs> it's i'm gonna sound weird for the first like quarter of 2019 God. when really it was and like a so week such a prima donna anyway <laughs> What's one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Wow. Um, one piece of advice that I'd give to my younger self. Um, go to law school? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, my God. I know. I, you know what? I, 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 I was a political science major in college, and nice. I decided not to go to law school. And now I think maybe I should have. <laughs> Were you an accountant? So you didn't have an accounting background in your no, undergrad? I actually I, I came to accounting the long way. Um, political science undergrad, I went and got my MBA in marketing and finance. I, I worked in marketing for several years and then I decided it wasn't for me and went back to school, got the credits I needed to take the CPA exam and that's what I've done ever since. Wow. So. It's never too late to try something different. That's really cool. <laughs> Good for you. Do you feel like you still have that mistrust in society if you were a, uh, a lawyer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, probably. Even more so. Yeah, probably more. <laughs> yeah, right? We've had some of our HR attorneys come in and tape with us for the podcast and the stories that they tell about... That's crazy. The sure. things that people do. Remember the Avatar costume from Kathleen Oh Conner? my god, I forgot about the Avatar costume. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this one company, there was a woman who worked at night doing dancing? Yeah, like adult Exotic dancing. Dan yeah. Right. Okay. And she had an avatar costume, like a bodysuit, apparently. Mm -hmm. From the movie Avatar. Right. Yeah. That was part of the act. That was part of her act. Yeah. And um, they convinced her, but I get the feeling it didn't take much convincing yeah. for her to put it on. Come into work and do Come her show. Work. And like, right. What kind of company was this? I don't yeah. know. I don't remember, but... The owner, somebody with a brain, got wind of this and called the lawyer, and she put a stop to that really quickly. Wow. I'd, I'd just I, love to be like that person, like the one that <laughs> took offense, like, you gotta be kidding me, like walking in the room, like, no, no, no. I just, why you, yeah. did everybody think that that was a good thing? Right. <laughs> like, human beings are funny people, aren't At we? least you're, at least, like, when you see, like, right. these things happen, there's, like, good reason. Like, I needed to put my kid through college. Right. <laughs> there's no good explanation. I just wanted right. that great thing on H, you know, Home Shopping Network, you know, can uh. you see? Right. Right. No, there's no good reason for that mm. to have ever happened. Oh, my God. All right. I wow. think that that's our show. No, no, no. No? No. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. So is there anything coming up you want to promote? Um, well, there are, there are two things that I, I want to talk about, and, and one thing is just on the side, I'm on um, I'm a trustee for a nonprofit called Partners for Women in Justice, oh. and um, they are located, actually as of yesterday, they're located in Bloomfield, New Jersey. They moved from Montclair. Nice. And um, they provide pro bono legal services to victims of domestic violence. That's so fabulous. So they need restraining orders, et cetera. Um, it's a great organization. What's it called We're again? Growing. Partners for Women and Justice. I like it. So, uh, great organization. We have a um, 
a benefit, our spring benefit comes up on May 1st, mm -hmm. and our my, my wonderful colleague Sally is one of our honorees this year. Oh, so, nice. Um, Congrats, Sally. Good, happy to, to get that out there. <laughs> and the second thing I just want to say is that um, something we've been doing a lot of education about uh, lately is all of the personal information that's out there about you on the internet that you don't know about. Mm. Um, people should Google themselves. Um, you know, it, it's in terms of avoiding fraud on a personal level and even on a business level, there are things out there, especially in New Jersey, if you have, own a home and you have a mortgage, your mortgage is a public record that is in most counties on the internet and anybody can see it. Your deeds. But you is know, there any way to avoid that then? Mostly not, but yeah. being aware of it is the biggest thing. Um, you know, to know that things are out there and to avoid putting your information out there if you can. I mean, you know, just Google yourself and you'll find all sorts of information. It's it's unfortunately very accurate a lot of times. You know, you can find family members and um, where you live and photos of your home. And, and so just be careful about sharing the information that you have and be aware that there's a lot of it out there on the internet that you may not know. Hmm. So it's some scary stuff that yeah. uh, we can talk, we, we get into talking about with people, but. Uh, That's really good advice. Okay. Yeah, and, oh and there's definitely uh, more, more of an uprising. There was a, an op-ed in the New York Times just recently also, is that it's, it's about time that we start making this information a little less um, easily accessed. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, there are a lot of stalkers and, mm. you know, people are just a little off kilter that can use this to, uh, to, to, to harm people or, or to stalk them. So yeah. just be careful what's out there and what you, what you share. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like everybody's on Facebook 24-7. Mm -hmm. Lock down those profiles, make them private. Yeah. Don't, don't have your op profile open so that anybody who searches your name online can find your Facebook page yeah. and look at everything on it. Yeah. That's really important. I agree, yeah. totally. Wow. <laughs> On that note, I know. So, cheerful. so let's just say that somebody wants a CPA or they need a forensic accountant or maybe just feel like they might need one. How can they get a hold of you guys at Sobel Co? Well, they can either go to our website at www.sobelcollc.com or give us a call at 973-994-9494. Very cool. Excellent. <laughs> That's great. Thank That's you so show. much for coming in. Oh, well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, it's thank been you. Really it's our pleasure. A lot of fun. <laughs> it's our pleasure. I'm glad you had fun. Thank you. We did Absolutely. too. All right. That's our show. Thank you to listeners. Thank you to subscribers. We really appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, so check them out. And finally, one last official thank you to Rebecca Fitzhugh of Sobel Co. for joining us today. Thank you, Kate. And for teaching me that the Superman 3 office space scam is a real thing that goes on in real life. The salami scam. <laughs> That's got to be the name of the episode. You know sure. that, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the salami scam. Absolutely. Oh, that will get you a lot of viewers. I bet sure. it will. I bet it will. I bet it will. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.